Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I'm so happy to see you and so excited. You've recently come back from a big trip. Where did you travel? I went to Portugal, Spain, Turkey, which I didn't make it, touch it, yes, and Greece. And okay. Back. And were we buying or a pleasure we were tasting. trip? Tasting. Tasting. What what types of things did you taste? Uh, very interesting wines. Uh, Greece is really coming up with wines. Greece was one of the first countries to actually uh, make wine, mm-hmm. and right now is actually celebrating making fabulous, fabulous wines. Um, we brought some. Uh, to taste, and it was just in a pleasure to be there. Um, and now we are <clears throat> going back to Spain. Uh, we just came back from Barcelona. We are going to go to Fenavin, which is the biggest um, Spanish uh, tasting uh, scene in the world. And just to taste some good, fabulous wines to bring it back. Well, of course, if you're just joining this podcast for the first time ever, I am joined by Pedro and Jonathan of Pedro's Wine Collection, an amazing hidden gem in the Susquehanna River Valley. Of course, we are inside the Seven Mountains Media Studios, and I'm joined by my coworkers this podcast episode. Introduce yourself. Let's go around the table. I'm Harry Mann from Bigfoot Country, and I'm Kyle Hunter from Bigfoot Country. And I'm Betty the Yeti from Bigfoot Country. Kyle also is on weekends on Hannah Radio, which is really, really cool. And of course, I'm Laura Good, your host, and also the morning show host of It's a Good Morning on Hannah Radio. And we've partnered not only with Pedro, but with Wise Markets to bring amazing, affordable wines to the Susquehanna River Valley. Guys, thank you so much for coming today. I'm just, I'm so thrilled that my coworkers get to experience this because I know for a fact that Kyle is not a wine guy. Um, no. We'll make him one. I'm like a Miller White guy. Maybe natural white. It's true. It's true. He's like a light beard kind of guy. So, but we're going to, we're going to teach them today. And that's why I'm so happy that you and Jonathan are both here because you can truly lead all of them through what it is to try a wine that you've never had before, which he taught me our very first episode, but then also kind of like what to look for. And then the best part this wine is available for $10.99 at Wise Markets. Not only <clears throat> it is available, but it's a very, very interesting wine. Uh, not only is it from Chile, but it's from the Colchagua Valley. Uh, Colchagua is one of the most important uh, wine regions in the world right now. Um, it is so important and so rich that many of the French uh, wine bakers are actually staying now and going to make wine in Chile, in this Colchagua Valley. Uh, Tacora means, um, Tacora is the name of one of the volcanoes in the Andes. And Tacora is a name uh, for the wine because it's made with pure water uh, descending from this uh, volcano. Uh, When it melts uh, uh, in spring, this water Pure water goes right into the rivers that goes into the Colchagua Valley. Colchagua is a very important wine region in Chile. Um, it is believed that it's similar to Napa, and many of the juices that you have in Napa are most close to you that come 
from Chile. Wait, so they're not produced in California? Many <gasps> of the Napa uh, juices and wines. Napa is not as big to produce all the wines that are marketed. Industry secrets. Uh, I the hope, scandal. Yeah. The scandal. <laughs> the um, the Colchagua Valley uh, not only produces its fabulous wines, but at the same time, this one is very interesting because it's 85% Cabernet Sauvignon and 13% Carmenere. Carmenere, for many years, uh, was believed that it was a Merlot. Actually, what happened was um, Carmenere was widely produced in the world, more so in France, and with the phylloxera in 19, I'm sorry, 1860, mm-hmm. it disappeared from the world. That grape varietal. That grape varietal okay. disappeared. Uh, for many years, they fi- had this mer- very interesting Merlot in Chile. And in 1964, they actually did a DNA, and they found out that the, wor- uh, that the wine that had disappeared from the world, the Carmenere, was very well growing beautifully in Chile. And that was the secret secret Merlot that the Chileans had. Uh, So they began producing it again on my last trip to Spain. I found that uh, they were able to take some of the Carmenere from Chile and they were growing it near Barcelona and doing very well with it. But it's a very rich deep red, ruby red um, uh, juice, and now they are blending it with the uh, uh, Cabernet, and we are going to have a sensational wine that we're going to taste today. I love it. And it's available to all of you at Wise Markets also. All right, let's do it. So if we're a first-time taster, oh, that's Jonathan's. Ha, I'm stealing his glass. Oh, it's Pedro's. I'm taking his glass. Are you surprised, Harry man? Nope, I didn't think so. <laughs> so what do we do first? Because I think we probably need a little help here, right? Yeah. Uh, we are going to actually uh, t- uh, smell. go for this. Smell it. Go for the richness Ooh. of the grape. It has a fabulous nose. Oh, and it smells good, Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> In a nutshell, that's what you look for. Guys. <laughs> oh my goodness! And on this wine, you're gonna get a lot of like plum aroma, some like dark fruits, like black cherry, blackberries. Very ripe fruit. Okay. You're going to swirl it around your mouth. Okay. Uh, That's very good. Thank you. Very good. Thank you. This wine, not only when you actually Wow. Put it through your palate. Yes. Ten dollars. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, I was gonna say, take some more, take some more. Actually, it's, no, I was right. It's good. It's okay, right? It's long it's lasting. Mm-hmm. It will stay in your palate for a while. Actually, this one, what it's doing is clearing your palate. If when you have beef 
when you have wild game and so forth, some of the uh, of the fat will actually stay in your uh, tasting buds. But actually, when you take the wine, it will clear your palate and you will taste the richness of your food again. Uh, Is that why like the, the white wines or the lighter wines go better with a lighter food? Exactly, because you never want to overcompensate with the wine or with the food. You would like to pair them uh, in a vertical way, and I'm sorry, in a horizontal way, so that it, is, it will clear your palate, and will, you, you will enjoy the food much more. When we work with chefs on doing wine pairings on the menu, a word we like to use most often is harmony. You want the wine and the dish to be in harmony together. You want them to complement and not overpower or take away from anything. And something you may notice with this wine, um, Pater touched on the pure water coming out of the Andes, but there's a slight salty note to the finish of the wine. And you get that because you have the ocean sea breeze going over the vineyard, it goes up into the Andes, turns to snow, and then when that melts with all that minerality, it comes back down and flows into the vineyard to grow the vines with. It's really interesting. Um, I Looking at this dark, deep red color, I would expect it to be drier and go like, ooh, that's, that's too dry, but it tastes so fruity. It really does. It, it tastes... Yeah, it, it's nice, but it's not super duper dry. And I didn't kind of get that like at, at the end that a lot of times when people are learning to drink wine, you look at a dark red and you're like, oh, I don't know. But this actually tastes like berries to me. Uh, the fruit is very, uh, the grape actually was picked at the late season so that it is ripe and that sweetness would actually stay in the wine. Some of the sweetness have been eliminated uh, from the barrel, from the oak, but at the same time, it only has eight months in oak, so it actually compensates and it will not make it too dry. Wow. And also, when we talk oak, um, oak is usually generally referred to as a very general term, mm -hmm. but you can get oak from all different regions. So this wine was actually done in a French oak, which when we get into the industry terms, we talk about how much is it impacting. And French oak has a very gentle impact on the wine. So okay. that's why it's not as dry there with that choice of oak and with the harvest time. And it was this one was also second use, second year. So that at the same time, the impact is not as big as you would have new uh, oak on it. So I have a question about the region that this is from, because it's from Chile. So you just talked about it being aged in French oak, which I've been lucky enough to visit France. You've been there many, many times. You guys are going on a, on a purchasing trip here soon and tasting trip to, to Spain. Have you been to this area in Chile? Yes. What's uh, it like? It is like paradise. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> it is, you have... The Pacific Ocean, uh, and right next to it, you have the Andes. So you have a volcano up there, 
you have a lot of snow on the peak, and then you have an incredible contrast. As a matter of fact, when you come to the farm, I will show you pictures of yes, it. Yes, please. And the contrast, depending on the season, because sometimes you have the red of the leaves from the uh, 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 grapes, contrasted by the blue sky, and... All right, that's, that's bananas. A picture. Wow. <laughs> that's absolutely beautiful. It is yeah, beautiful. That's gorgeous. And it doesn't look anything like my backyard. I know. Uh, <laughs> it nothing. doesn't look like Muncie or Montgomery. <laughs> I don't see any pictures displayed on your sunshine. Yeah, uh, there's no scooter to cat there. Isn't <laughs> also very interesting, as a matter of fact, we have pictures of sheep. Instead of using a fur, uh, uh, pesticides. pesticides and or herbicides, uh, they use sheep. What they do, they put the sheep through the vineyard. They teach, I will not t- tell you how they teach them, but uh, they teach the sheep not to eat the grapes and not the uh, leaves of the grapes, but only the grass. So consequently, you don't have to use any chemical to maintain the oldie land very organic. Wow. Pesticide free. With and sheep. The brand of the sheep, I don't really know. Yeah. But they use different kinds of sheep in there. Just They teach them just to eat the grass around the, the vineyard. Is that the reason why, and I'm going to ask this question, uh, when I've traveled, even locally in Pennsylvania, at some of the awesome local vineyards that are around here, on occasion you'll see a rose bush planted in front of the vines. What is the reason for that? Uh, the reason for that is uh, you do not the um, the grapes are impacted by um, uh, not viruses. Uh, oh, like a little pest or a bug. Yeah, it, they would get mite. And they would also get uh, fungus. Oh, mm-hmm. So, in other words, you will plant the rose garden so that you will see if the roses get uh, fungus on the leaves, that means that you're going to get it on the grape. So that at the same time, you can actually have uh, a better balance <laughs> in the uh, vineyard. So it's pretty and functional, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's not only because you wanted it to look pretty, but you want it to be healthy. So when we have our next dinner party, obviously, I will be going to get a Takora at Wise Markets. What are we cooking and serving when either Kyle or Harry Mann are cooking for Betty and I? Because that's what they're going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, you just told me I had to come drink wine. You didn't say anything about it. <laughs> I feel like the girls deserve a dinner party over here. Mm-hmm. We'll bring the wine, but the boys cook. So what are they cooking for us? Uh, they are going to have very good beef, I am sure. And or you can have lamb or you can have wild meats, um, roast it, this would also go well with Alfred, uh, with a pasta Alfredo. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, the cream sauce. Yes, mm-hmm. but then it actually, again, it will clear the palate. Oh, like the you were Alfred- talking about the fat earlier. Right, and then in the Alfredo, because of the cheese and so forth, you're going to uh, have your palate 
it can be compromised, and you need something to really clear your palate. Hey, I'm, I'm very much a layman in this uh, in this arena, but I love to make chili. I love to eat chili. Something like this, I think, would go good with chili, wouldn't it? Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. You could even put a little bit in the chili and a little bit in the chef while you're cooking at the same time. I think Jonathan just gave you a new recipe. Oh, one yes, cup indeed. for the cook, one cup for the chili. Two cups for the cook, a little bit. A splash. As, as it goes on longer, the chili's not going to get much wine at all. The cook takes a nap. Chili burns, that's bad. I tried, I tried passing... Uh, Burn chili off, just singe a little bit on the bottom as mesquite chili. No, you can't. It didn't work at all. No, no. sad times. <laughs> it didn't work at all. And thinking with summer being right around the corner, any type of red meat done in like a smoker or on the grill, getting that nice charred mm-hmm. flavor to it would go beautifully with oh, this yeah. wine. That's right, of course, because new episodes of this podcast come out the first Wednesday of every month. We are in the month of May, which means that Memorial Day is at the end of the month. We'll all be grilling soon. Wise Markets, of course, being a great place to get all of the, your cuts of meat that you would like to get for grilling season. But, um, you know, you could go with a beer with your burger, but if you're having a really, really good steak, like a New York strip steak on the grill, mm-hmm. this is something that you would, you would pair with that, right? You could, but don't sell the burgers short. Wise Markets has some really nice, you know, high-end beef burgers mm-hmm. that if you're doing on the grill. Yeah, for you sure. Know, you could have beer for those people who want it, but have a nice glass of wine with your burger and fries. There's nothing wrong with that. And rebuy steak. You need a Dakota reserver with that. Okay. And maybe barbecued ribs too. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. yes. You had me at ribs and chili and wine. They just, they, you just planned our menu. There you go. That's what you're making yeah. us. So I'm making you. Yes. Why am I doing this? Okay. I, f- I feel like maybe it's on Memorial Day. <laughs> we got plenty of room at the house. Come on up. The pool will be open. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Well, Pedro, okay. you and Jonathan, come on up. Thank you. You're more than welcome. We'll be around, right? Yeah. This is what happens. This is what happens on Wine Down Wednesday. Last month for April, we made a huge plan, ended up at a cigar bar in Shemokin. It was amazing. <laughs> this month, clearly, now we're making plans to have a pool party at your house, Harry Man. <laughs> you know, in June, I feel like we're all getting on a boat and going to the beach or something. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. Of course, you can purchase all of the wines that are featured on this podcast at Wise Markets, any of the locations throughout the Susquehanna River Valley. We have about another minute left, Pedro. I'm, I'm just so grateful that you're here today. Thank you for allowing me to share this with my coworkers today. I am honored, and I thank you very much for the opportunity. The first Wednesday of every month, it's a Wind Down Wednesday with, with Hannah Radio, and of course, this month with Bigfoot Country, Seven Mountains Media. Guys, what did you think? Awesome. I can't. <laughs> I had some good wine, some great wine, and learned things too. So it's a win win. It is a win win. And you can pick up this podcast however you get podcasts or download the full episode at hannahradio.com. Cheers, guys. Cheers. It is a sin to have an empty <gasps> I am sitting right. All right, fill me up. <laughs> fill me up. <laughs> there we go. Oh, oh. There he goes. Oh, boom, Harry man. <laughs> we have to, we cannot end, end this podcast until we all can cheers with a full yeah, glass. Right. Yes. Right. And then a little tidbit that I learned from France. When you say santé, mm-hmm. 
you have to look at the person in the eyes. In the eyes. Pedro knows. And you say, santé. Santé. Otherwise, it's bad luck. Santé. 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 A votre santé. Cheers to another Wind Down Wednesday. For all the beautiful things in life.